of launch day of the second launch of by my future technically there's an hour and a half left so things could happen that i am not going to be able to record because i'm tired i got up super early this morning if you've ever launched anything or or had a big project or maybe you just remember being a kid on christmas morning i woke up at 4 a.m this morning ready to get to my computer and like do stuff, even though I didn't really have anything I had to do. Uh, But I forced myself to stay in bed. I kind of tossed and turned. I even read a little bit at like 5.15 in the morning. I'm never up that early. I usually, I mean, I get up somewhat early, like around 7 o'clock in the morning, but I forced myself to stay in bed for a while. I finally got out of bed at about 6 a.m. I'm not going to take you every hour throughout the day. Don't worry. But I just wanted to set the stage for uh, what this day has been like. It's been crazy. And I mentioned this on the last episode that I did. If you didn't listen to that, I'll just quickly recap that when I did Buy My Future last year, the project didn't exist. No one knew about it. No one had heard of it. And so I had this whole different type of anxiety and nervousness and you know all these other thoughts that were going on. Well, this year, the project had been around for a year. So it's a different type of maybe pressure is the right word or stress. And these things are pretty much kind of self-induced. I mean, there's no outside forces that are saying I have to sell a certain amount of things. I have to sell anything. Uh, it's all just in my mind, in my crazy roller coaster of a mind that's going on when when I launch these projects and any project, really, not just by my future, but this one especially because I do believe this is probably the biggest project of my life. So what happened on launch day? So the big highlights for me, number one, I wanted to just have fun with the day. I didn't want to feel like, I mean, I did refresh all the things all day long, and I definitely tweeted more than I normally do. I even got on Facebook Live, which I'll talk about in a minute, and I'd never done that. I really haven't spent much time on Facebook at all recently, but I just, I've launched a lot of things. It's been stressful. Things always go wrong. There's always stuff happening, and there was stuff that went wrong. This morning, the share button didn't work on the site. I don't know. There was some like CSS issue. Uh, thankfully, the Buy My Future buyers from last year we're talking about in the Slack channel, they found it before I could, which is just crazy. Uh, a couple of the links for the Buy My Future partners were broken, so I had to get those fixed. And shout out to my developer, Ashley, who was just fantastically fast at getting those things done. But yeah, it just it was a pretty smooth day. And I have to say that I think one of the things that I want to write about in the future and I've been thinking about for a long time is this idea of preparing to be successful. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. And we've all heard that in some different way. But I think when it comes to launching products, there's a lot that you can do to prepare for success. And that's what I really tried to do with this launch, the second launch of Buy My Future. So having said that, I had my launch email all queued up. I didn't have to do anything with it. It just went out. I had a tweet that was actually already scheduled, even though I was awake super early. That already went out by itself. Uh, Basically, I posted something on Facebook, which was just a normal post. Uh, I thought about posting something on Instagram, and then I think I just got sidetracked by getting ready to check emails and other things. And I just kind of waited until the launch happened. And it was really fun because 
the site actually went live last night. And I mentioned this in the previous episode. It went live last night so that I could test things and make sure. And so I woke up to one sale to buy my future. And shout out to Phil. Phil, if you're listening to this, uh, I posted, Phil sent me an awesome email that was like, hey man, I'm getting ready for the launch. I'm so excited. I think I even read part of it in yesterday's episode or the previous episode of the, the podcast. And it just was really cool to see his purchase there because he stuck to his word. And, you know, sometimes people on the internet say that they're going to buy something or they're going to do something, and they don't. But Phil showed up. And so that was really cool to have that waiting for me. But there were also, as soon as I looked at the analytics, there were about 30 people sitting on the website. They were there before 7 a.m. when I said that it was on sale, and the site was up. They could see it, but no one purchased until 7 a.m., which is I thought was kind of funny. So my email went out, and there were about five to six purchases that happened right away. And I'm not going to tell you the total number yet because I want to give you a couple fun numbers from last year to set the stage before I continue to update you on this year. So last year, if you remember correctly, or if you don't, the price was $1,000 for my future because I hadn't created as much stuff, and it was the first time. And the total amount of buyers in the first day was 19. I looked that up. I checked that out. That was an interesting statistic. The other thing that I found that was really interesting when I looked into last year's stats that I'll mention because I want to bring it up this year and just see what happens is that there were 52 buyers in the last two days of last year's launch. Talk about people waiting until the end. That definitely happens all the time, and I've realized that it's just going to happen. So I'm really curious to see how that matches up this year. But those are two numbers to kind of remember. 19 sales in the first day, 52 sales in the last two days. And knowing these numbers, I I don't want to just compare this year to last year because there's a lot of different circumstances. There's a lot of different things going on, and it's just, I don't know, it, it kind of the project has become... A whole different project now in the second year. But of course, I was thinking about it all day. You know, as every sale came in, I was like, okay, I'm at 11, I'm at 12. And there was a big lull throughout the day. And I'm sitting here at the end of the day. It's about an hour ago. And I'm thinking about, okay, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I want to record this episode so that I can tell people how the launch day was. And I'm at 18 sales. <laughs> and, you know, it's just one of those things. I'm so happy. It's so awesome. I mean, that that's a fantastic amount of sales. And it's really, really great. And the kind of fun little thing there, if you do the math, is that 19 sales last year was $19,000 in revenue. 18 sales this year is $27,000 in revenue. Because the price is higher this year, it actually makes more money with less sales. These are things I didn't really think about as I was you know, launching the project or any of that stuff. So uh, it's kind of a fun thing to see that I made more money this year with less buyers. And it'll be really interesting to watch that throughout the whole thing, throughout the two weeks of this launch, and kind of see where we end up compared to last year, which I'll just do because we naturally do that. But screeching halt to everything. I'm literally recording this episode. I am I'm I have the microphone in my face and my intercom notification which is the little chat bubble on the buy my future site. I get a little notification on my phone which is sitting next to me and it says so and so because it doesn't give you a name or anything. It just says so and so from some city has sent you a message. And so I just I I stopped recording for a minute and I was like this timing is crazy. These things just always seem to happen. Like you just can't control it and something happens. 
And sure enough, it's someone who had a couple questions. And this is actually a question that's come up a few times, and so I'll answer it really quickly, not to take away from the drama. Real quick answer to the question. If you've purchased something of mine before and you want to buy my future, I am not doing any discounts because I'm not going to discount my future. However, I will happily let you gift the thing that you bought before to someone else. So it's kind of my little fun little incentive. You, you could reward a friend for you know being a part of Buy My Future, which is really cool. So that's what came up. So this person was asking, hey, I bought a couple of your things. Can I just, there's one course I really want to gift because I just bought it. Would you be up for that? And I said, yes, absolutely. So while I was recording, Zobia is her name, which is such a cool name, bought my future to match the 19th purchase. And I hope you can hear it in my voice. The timing of this is just hilarious and ridiculous. I can officially say, now that I've already said other things, this year's launch day was the exact same amount of purchasers as last year. What are the odds of that? It's 19. It's also such a weird number. It's not like 10 or 20. It's 19. You couldn't make that up. I literally can't make that up from the data that I have. That's just ridiculous. Now, here's the other fun fact that I wanted to bring up. Now, you might be saying, well, maybe you got the same amount of traffic or what have you. Oh no, my friends, I certainly did not. Last year, the Buy My Future website, because there was so much buildup and there was so much buzz about it, saw 6,326 people view the website in the first day, on launch day. 6,000 people went to the website on launch day. You want the drum roll effect here for what, what we have for this year? 1,199 people. That is a stark difference to end up with the same amount of buyers. Again, I just it's so weird. It's such a peculiar thing to happen. But I will, one caveat, I will say one thing, and that is I've learned this over the years, but the more that you keep doing it, the more you realize it is just so true that you don't need a lot of people to see something. You need the right people to see it. And that group of right people can be so much smaller. And so I'll give you another example is that I did a, a, a little live video, a little live Q&A today. And I'll be completely honest with you. I I don't know what I expected for the amount of people to sign up for the Q&A. I just, I thought it might be more. I mean, I average a couple hundred when I do something with Paul Jarvis or I just host something with my girlfriend and there's more people that sign up for, I use Crowdcast. But this had 30 people registered, this Buy My Future Q&A. And there was a moment about 20 or 30 minutes beforehand when I thought about not doing it. And it's listen, I've I've sold so many things. I've put so many things out onto the internet. I've said this so many times, even to myself and in other things and in articles and other places. It's like you don't need the numbers, you don't need the numbers, but our brains play these games with us. And I just sat there and I was like, screw this. I'm gonna show up for even if just five of those 30 people show up, because you know, not everybody shows up there. And it was about 13 or 15 people the entire time, which is actually really good. That's like 50% show up rate, which if you've ever done anything, that's really solid. But you know, there were people that kind of filtered in and out and then more people signed up while I was doing the live Q&A. And here's the fun thing that happened is that four people bought during the live Q&A, which is $6,000 in revenue. So yes, I had feelings that it wasn't going to be enough people but I think we can all agree, you listening to this and me being the person who created this project, 
uh, showing up for those 30 people definitely paid off. And who knows of the other people who might watch that recording or may have been there and they just are thinking about it or they want to wait to the end to be a part of the group that buys on the last day. I don't know. Uh, it's just really interesting that that small amount of people still was rewarding and you still have to show up for those people. And I'm actually really happy that I showed up for them because this is exactly what I'm trying to do with Buy My Future as a whole. I'm trying to show up for everybody with personalized attention and keeping things really small and like a handcrafted feel. And I think that really came across. So uh, I had a lot of fun with that. I'm, I'm glad if you showed up, if you were there, thank you so much for being there. Super awesome of you to show up and for the folks who bought on that, very fun to have you. Uh, so those are kind of the bigger things of the day, especially as it relates to sales. But there's one other thing I wanted to talk about today, and that thing is Facebook Live. I decided to hop on Facebook Live this afternoon. I have not done a Facebook Live event. I have not really done anything on Facebook except for just kind of post some stuff here and there to keep things going. And I was a little bit weary because... I don't know, I just don't use Facebook very much. I've done so much live video, but I haven't done it for years. I mean, I did a live video show every single day for almost five years, for those of you who don't know. And coming back to it, it was just a little bit awkward to think about doing it. But anyway, I, I downloaded the Facebook app because I don't have it on my phone anymore. And <laughs> my girlfriend, Caroline, had, we, she had to stand over my shoulder and be like, this is where you go. And I felt like a, you know, like, I don't know, a kid who'd never seen, well, not a kid because a kid would figure it out, like a really old person who just was like, how do I use my phone? We, we flipped on the live button. I kind of rigged together this little tripod-ish thing that I could do with my phone. And I just started gabbing. I just started talking to people on Facebook. And, you know, there were four people. And then there were 10 people. And then there were 40 people. I just chatted with people. I just told them about what was going on with Buy My Future. I found out that people can press the emoji buttons. And they can have emojis shoot across the screen, which just is hilarious. And I remember that Periscope did that, if you ever use Periscope. These were new things to me. I was very excited. You know, these things are fun. Uh, but there were a lot of, like, old school I Wear Your Shirt people that showed up from way back in the day. And it was so fun to see their names again. And I just realized that people hang out on Facebook. I don't hang out on Facebook, but they do. And I need to go where the people are. I need to swallow my pride a little bit on not wanting to be on Facebook and that I need to show up where people are going to be. So I've decided I'm going to probably do two or three more Facebook live things, probably just at random because I think that might be what works best on Facebook Live. I don't know. I have no experience. I've done one. Who am I to say? But that's what I want to do. So I'm definitely going to do one on the last day because that'll be fun to kind of watch it wrap up. But I'm also going to do maybe one or two in between there. So that was a real surprise for me. And the numbers definitely weren't the thing that attracted me because I had no clue what a Facebook Live event would do. I mean, when I was on there, there were only 30 people. So I figured, oh, okay, maybe 100 people will see this afterwards. I just looked at it, 1,200 people have viewed that Facebook Live event. That's way more people than I've reached. That's almost way more people, well, it is more people than I reached on the website today. So that's a really interesting and powerful thing to do. So I would recommend it if you're thinking about doing anything and have some fun with it and be yourself. And, you know, I was barely pitching by my future. I was just trying to talk and have fun with folks. Yeah, that was my surprise. That was my uh, my launch day kind of loop that I didn't see coming. And it was just kind of weird and interesting. All right, I have gone on way longer than I had planned on going on. Another huge shout out to Zobia for being the 19th buyer today at the end of the day, uh, bringing today's total revenue to $28,500, which is just 
awesome. That's so amazing. I know if you guys have been reading my stuff, you know I'm not in this just for a cash grab. This project for me is about building an amazing community of people who want to create stuff. They want to teach the skills that they have. They want to sell in ways where they don't feel sleazy and they want to join a group of people who all want those same things. So very happy to to welcome more people in. I will be doing another update episode probably on Thursday, so two days from now or Friday, two days from now. I'll share it on Twitter and I may even include it in an email at the end of this week just to keep everybody up to date on that. And that's it. That's it for this launch day episode. I'm going to go to bed. I'm tired. Probably going to wake up super early again tomorrow just because I'm guessing I'm going to have emails and questions and things. So I want to just give a huge, huge thank you to all the positive support from everybody out there who sent nice emails and tweets and messages through the intercom chat and just all the other support that you guys showed today and on Facebook. I got to give you guys credit for that. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much. It means the world, not just the purchases, but people being behind this project and seeing the value in it and just seeing that it's a cool thing that's different than all the stuff you see out there. So thank you for that. Thank you for your continued support. I am excited to welcome in more people into my future for these next two weeks and to the future, my friends. 